what's good everyone my name is tracy and welcome to tunnelite podcast okay so in this episode we're going to be discussing all about the four key elements to help you live your best life sorry that was cringy but yeah we're going to discuss the four ways for you to live your best life and that entails diet exercise mental health and your connection to that which is greater or the higher power or universe or god or whatever your heart desires to call it okay but it's all the same thing we reincarnated not just so we could work ourselves to death and die no spirit came down here to enjoy everything that earth has to offer us and so we just got to take advantage but we got to be the ones to reach out there it's not going to come to us money is not going to come to us uh, happiness our relationships everything has to be worked for everything has to be earned deserved so i just want to remind you guys um what are what are the optimal ways that we can achieve that because it's totally possible i am an alchemist and so are you and so i just want to share all the ways that i have used this power of alchemy in order to draw in the things that i want kind of like the law of attraction but as I said in that episode of how the law of attraction works, you just basically have to be vibrating on that frequency. I know that sounds super esoteric, but these are the fundamental universal laws. I didn't make this up. I got this more. I got these ideas from really, really profound books that have a high vibration themselves, such as the law of one, a course in miracles, Think and Grow Rich, etc. You guys get it. These are all books that have been uh, mostly channeled. Well, I know the Law of Attraction wasn't. Or I'm sorry, Think and Grow Rich was not a channeled book. It was just a really, really good author, Napoleon Hill. But the other ones were. So let's get into it. No particular order are these arranged to be one more important than the other. I think that all four of them are woven into the laws of the universal laws so I feel that you need all four and the four are very much achievable again it takes our effort it takes our conscious effort to to you know to flourish and to be winning if we incorporate these four then I don't see how you cannot be a happy super dope high vibrational manifesting being let's start with diet everyone's favorite subject <laughs> first of all i highly recommend if you can afford it to reach for organic food just because it has been less tempered with you know there's no roundup sprayed on it there's no um and, and our soil is being depleted sadly but you know this could all be reversible with a few changes and um you know in our collective effort but anyway organic food would definitely be on top of the list but you got to shop smart there's ways around this so i highly recommend farmers markets or shop what's in season or just open your mind to newer <laughs> plants and veggies that are more within your your budget so me for example uh, I save a lot of money because I don't buy meat at my house. Well, I get them for my son because my son is so not 
plant-based but i am though and i do not buy any meats for myself so um i'm just shopping for one tiny human <laughs> or at least right now it's like that so I, I don't think that i'll be saying the same thing when he's in his teenage years but for now he's a small person so therefore um i you know it's like kind of it's just me and him it goes a long way but anyway um so i don't buy meats but i because i save money for myself like i use that in order to buy most organic food items and it really depends on the food item too Ugh, i could go on and on about this i'm a health coach so this is my favorite subject ever <laughs> but anyway yeah so you guys get the point basically all the money that i'm not using on meat and dairy products i'm actually able to once a while once in a while splurge and get myself something fancy like vegan mayo that i use in my recipes here and there um also also, it totally depends on what kind of fruits and veggies because not all are likely to be full of pesticides and stuff. Like the ones that are though, such as berries for the most part, maybe those would be a great idea to get them organic or skinless veggies like such as celery, broccoli, greens. But otherwise, if you're going to peel it, uh, the, it doesn't have to be organic. Now, I gotta show love to my omnivore friends though because, but I do however have to show love and support to my omnivore listeners because you can most definitely still eat a plant-based diet and have meat incorporated into your diet daily. Um, I still would suggest no more than a serving per day, you know, just get your Decide whether that's going to be breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or however often you eat. But I would say no more than a serving of meat, of any type of meat. I don't care if it's chicken, steak, lamb, pork, whatever it is. Meat is meat. It has the good, the protein, and all the other mineral. Um, meat is still meat. So it's always going to have all the benefits, such as the protein and a few things here and there. Uh, that are extra but then th you're just know that you are also going to be consuming the bad part of it as well again it does not matter if it's chicken or if it's beef but don't take my word for it do your own research now if you are going to have meat regularly then you should really go for pasture raised now there's a huge difference and this has been like a topic that's been so now this has been a topic that has been widely discussed in the nutritional world but it's like you know you got eggs you got a dozen of eggs ranging from anywhere from 79 cents to six dollars now that is quite a wide spectrum and so basically you get what you pay for now, pasture-raised, make sure that it says pasture-raised, not cage-free. You know what that means? That means that they, thought they saw the sunlight for about five minutes. Literally, they timed it for like five minutes. And then they went right back inside into their prison, back into this super, ugh. Like, if you guys would have seen these, if you guys were to see these conditions, 
then you would probably deter from eating meat like I once did uh, back in 2018. And then I started eating it once again. But it did, however, like, you know, it, it definitely had an effect on me afterwards. I just was never able to look at it the same way again. <clears throat> I just simply wasn't able to look at how meat is produced, you know, the animal agriculture period for a really long time. It disturbed me. And that goes for all the other animals, you know, grass-fed beef is always ideal. Maybe some bison meat. Just get it to as lean and organic as you can. Meat can't really be organic. That's like an oxymoron because it's meat. It's, but, um, but, but animals are most definitely treated way different if you were to get this like from a small family farm. And they, you know they eat their own chickens and stuff and they're they're normal they're not these like massive deformed looking chickens that are in horrible health and so that's what you're eating Janelle also you have to go according to your blood type oh, there's so many things that contribute to this but if you are like mindfully eating and you just make this into your new lifestyle then it is totally obtainable you know, like I went plant-based in 2018, but that means that I had a whole 28 years of eating nothing but junk food and non-organic, non-plant-based meals. I understand where you guys are coming from. Believe me, I get it. <clears throat> but yeah, it depends on your blood type. It's real... So you should decide, see, and I was just, so you should totally decide what ideal is a best fit for you in order for you to thrive in whatever you choose to do so. You know, some people go keto, gluten-free, vegetarian, vegan, ovo-lacto, all of that. The list goes on and on. Um, but still the facts remain the same. Just avoid processed food and you'll be good for the most part. And then make sure that your, your other, and then again, make sure that your meat and dairy items are coming from a reputable source. So know your blood type. Also, if there's any food sensitivities, any food allergies that you may or may not know, then that's definitely something to keep in mind. And then last but not least, um, our genetics. But some of you guys aren't going to like this fact, but actually only 10% of any illness or disease ever is passed down. The other 90% is fully in our control. So I know that a lot of people like to make... Uh, these like hopeless reasoning they really legit you know in their mind think that because of this thing that was passed down to them from their parents or you know whatever they they truly believe that whatever illness was passed down to them was there's some people that will justify and will truly believe in their hearts that 
you know, that it's genetics that cause this illness. And so they don't care for healing it, even though this illness could have arrived to them like way later in their life. Uh, they want to ignore the fact that their lifestyle habits don't play a role. And they do. And in fact, that's really all all, that's where all illness and disease is derived from is from our daily habits what we do daily how much alcohol we drink how much we smoke uh how much we stay up late our sleeping habits so i'm here to talk about that and i'm here to dismantle that belief as well you know i just got to give people the cold hard facts you take it as you wish you make your own conclusions always think for yourself and always do your research and please stay away from any biased research because of course you're always going to receive that biased confirmation but me i just i i have to give a neutral understanding of my ultimately it's still my my perspective but yeah like the the stuff but the sources where i'm pulling this from is legit just go to nutritionfacts.org for starters. Just visit nutritionfacts.org for starters. Even though the doctor is uh, vegan, I guess, he's plant-based, but he... Okay, so that covers diet because we are what we eat. And so what we eat is going to affect our stress levels, our mood, our sleep, our gut health, which is the second heart. It's the first brain, but we also call it our second heart because, you know, that we have our, our heart heart and then we have like, you know, that, that gut feeling, um, those emotions and we feel like a tingling sensation in our stomach. You guys know what I'm talking about when you kiss somebody, when you're in presence with someone you love. All that good stuff. That's what our second heart, which is the one that we should listen to. And a lot of us ignore it. Your gut is more intu intuitive than your mind will ever be. And our heart is the most powerful organ. Its magnetic field expands so far. But anyway, I'm getting off topic here. Exercise. Exercise is another key element. If you are in alignment with a good healthy diet, then you got to exercise. You got to get that physical activity. It feels amazing to move around. Oh my God. Like if you are... Now guys... We are energy before we are human, okay? This is our physical vehicle, but who's in this body? Do you think that we, when we die, that that's it? Our just consciousness just closes down and that's it? That's life? Hell no. We are energy. We are infinite beings. And so because we are made up of energy, like literally quantum phys physics has showed us that the more we zoom in into our microscopic nature, the more void it, it, it seems to be, you know, but okay, so we're, we're energy. When we move around, when we are being physically active, we are shaking off and just kind of like shaking up, I should say, our, our nature, our, so when we are in, engaged in some kind of physical activity, we are moving around we're shaking up any stagnant energy like literally 
and this and this is like on a feel and when I say that I mean that like in a physiological level this is why holistic practices such as acupuncture reflexology yoga um, all of those and I'm, sh I'm sure there's so many more but off the top of my head like this is why they are very familiar with our body anatomy and so they know exactly what target points they should be hitting in order for to alleviate these these symptoms these illnesses that that occur within us so these experts are amazing at accurately pinpointing exactly where they need to target in order to alleviate any tension any muscle aches uh, and beyond, you know, because people see them for a number of reasons. And remember that whatever manifests in our physical is something to keep in mind that is also connected with our chakra energy centers. If you believe in that, then then some of the when you get sick, it's like it makes total sense. Once you get in tune with how our emotional state our physical being and all of that good stuff all entails our chakra centers, then it all makes so sense. Then you can connect the dots and then you can see how you can better Im improve your health by using this like kind of as a guideline. So when you release these dopamine hormones, then you're at your peak. You feel you feel like you're on top of the world. You feel gratitude, you feel proud because you accomplished, you pushed yourself to do something that is not in your norm. You feel accomplished, you feel like you can, you feel empowered, motivated, you're present in the moment. So that's also amazing. And it's like a trickle effect. And when you work out, then the next day it's so much easier to eat healthy because you've built the momentum so of course you don't want to reverse you know that that has not really gotten you anywhere but shitty health lethargy mood swings need i go on also you experience brain clarity you really feel light on your feet you feel nice and agile and so that feeling gets more addictive than when you were feeling like shit. Once you repeat it enough, because remember how you enforce a habit, how you reinforce a habit, you just do it every single day and you don't do it by hating it and dreading it. You find those mini goals, you find those small accomplishments that psychologically tell you to keep on going you see that there is just so much to gain from being quote-unquote good than to fall back into the not-so-beneficial cycles, you know? And grab yourself a workout buddy. Why not, you know? If you're that social butterfly and you feel that that's going to push you and your friend, you know, like make this is like if it's if you think it's going to push you and your friend, now you are motivating your friend. Now both of you guys are getting all healthy and right. Hot girl summer. And I personally have been there in the absolute lowest of the lows. Like I'm talking, I'm just waiting for death to come knocking at my door, to come knock at my door. However, 
I realized in time, thankfully, that there's this little part of me. It was just like just when my light was about to go out, I realized that I don't actually want that. I had to like I had to reach really, really deep in that light and then just pull it out. But it happened. Um, and I'm thankful that I went through those dark phases because then I can really appreciate my highest highs. And not every day has to be a ball, okay? You can have like not so good days, but when you're looking forward, when you're being optimistic and you have that kind of approach to life, then the bad really isn't so bad. Or I guess you kind of, it's more like of an acceptance. You see, you understand that you don't control shit, but to an extent, you also have the power to influence your surroundings. If you don't like where you are, then leave. You have more power than you'll ever know. So even if you don't like your current environment, you don't like where you're at, whatever that may mean to you, whether location or relationships, um, maybe education, I don't know. Everyone's living their own lives, but whatever that may mean to you, you always have a choice. God gave us this amazing ability called our willpower. And so even when you think that there's no escape to this and you feel like you're in a mirror room, don't worry. There's always a way out. There's always a way out. Have faith. This is still separate from the higher power, which I'll discuss lastly, but certainly not least. It's already in our nature, in human nature, to reflect on what didn't go well, on what we haven't accomplished yet, where we're not at, you know, always pondering about the past or thinking about the future when all we have is this moment here now. You become aware that your shoulders are all the way up to your ears because you're so tense. There's something going on. And so our body language is like one of the primary ways that our that we that consciousness communicates with our vehicle, you know? Again, this is why certain illnesses manifest in particular areas or organs. Someone who has anger issues usually also has liver problems or pancreas problems. Someone with the inability to speak up and stand up for themselves usually develop throat problems. People who have a disconnection to the higher power or don't realize that we are spiritual beings having a temporary human experience often are stuck in anxiety and depression because of that disconnect. So this is why it's so helpful to at least get a general understanding of how these illnesses even occur in the first place. They don't just happen. So yeah, it's extremely helpful to understand at least the basics of how our mind-body is all in unison. And now speaking of the higher power, this too is a must. I don't mean that in a religious way. I just mean that you got to be absolutely grateful for the fact that you didn't. You're not. You're an extension of God. But bitch, you're not God. Or fellas. So what I mean by that is that like everything that you achieve is is partly you, but also partly because of this greater power. See, when we set goals for ourselves and we accomplish them, you feel these feelings of gratitude, of being blessed, of being thankful, but to what or who? 
this was something that you worked for yourself yeah so that, that it takes your it takes your action but then it's like how was that even brought available to you and all three of these if you notice the common pattern including the higher power these are all going to be totally different meanings and it's going to vary from person to person but if you wake up and you can't admire the beauty that you're surrounded in, all the blessings, all the stuff that you were born into, it seems like it's never good enough. And so maybe that's why some of us stay stuck in, in, in our life is because we are working so densely through this reality that it doesn't have to be that way with a little bit of magic, you know, a little faith. So when you blend these together then you create your own reality and that magnifies when you are thankful to that which is greater and the trick part is is that you have to believe first we usually have to see it before we believe it but it's actually the opposite you got to believe it and just have faith that you know that this is for you and and then it will follow but this also goes for making sure that you stay, and I talk about this a lot, but you got to stay in that love frequency. Tap into and stay in that love frequency because then you're always going to be... Bro, I think the number one thing that humans strive for in this lifetime is financial freedom. But what does that mean? Is to have peace in your life, you know? Not need to ever stress or worry about shit. And you can create that. You can totally make that your reality. So it just takes watching your diet. Don't overindulge in the unhealthy foods. You can still enjoy them from time to time, but don't make that like all like if every weekend, every single weekend, I don't mean to talk shit. I just I can't help but see like, man, like a lot of people do eat out because they don't cook. They're too lazy to cook. Even if they know how to cook, they just don't feel like it or they you know, we all get 24 hours in a day. So um, even when I come home tired, like I still will put myself to chop up all the veggies and, you know, get dinner ready and stuff um, because I don't watch TV. But some people would rather save time in the cooking just so they could flop down on the couch and watch Netflix or whatever. So everybody has different priorities. And if that's your thing, then you do you. But then don't complain when you are all sickly and you have a number of illnesses and you're only like in your 20s or 30s. I say that with love, guys. That's the, that's the only reason. That's the only thing I want to spread in my podcast is just overall people bettering their health. And that's why I had to include the other two. It's way more than just diet and exercise. If there's one thing that this health coach certificate thing has proven is that is that you you can't substitute or neglect any of these four. You can eat healthy, you can exercise, but if you're constantly under a stress mode, then that's going to trigger illnesses. You won't lose weight. If your goal is to lose weight and you're just like still in a, and you don't know how to manage your stress levels because stress is gonna come. Stress is a part of life. That's another thing is to not accept the stresses. So mental health, I guess you can say goes hand in hand with stress management because you got to look for ways to make you happy. Even when not everything is all sunshine and rainbows, you have to reach out and pull it towards you. You have to change your perspective. But this is why all four of these are key. 
Or let's say that you eat healthy, but you pull a muscle because you have no physical activity. You're not involved in any physical activities ever. Well, how do you think your joints and your spinal cord, how do you think all of that is going to stay healthy? Doesn't make sense, right? Or with your exercise, what's the point of exercise? This was me back in the day, but it's like all this exercise, all this like physical activity for what? So you could not make the best, healthiest choices. So all four of these can be easily incorporated into your daily life. Just takes some time, some practice, some effort and repetition, sprinkle it with some love. And I promise you that you could be living a much better, healthier, happier life. And... I'm going to go ahead and throw this in here just because it's totally relatable to today's episode. And I think I'm going to include it more just because, you know, like that's it's just one of my many ways that I am here to service humanity. But um, I am a certified health coach. I love what I do. I'm very passionate about helping people. I just want everybody to live their best life. I feel like I'm on top of the world right now, even when I don't have such great days. The thing is that like, I know that that's just passing by, that it's not permanent. And so I am willing to sit and feel the emotions. That's my way of cleansing them is not by bottling them, not by turning the other cheek. No, you have to face or I face them and I let them move through me in order for that to be released i have so many tips and tricks that are truly practical that's the thing is that i want to if it's not easy we are more reluctant to do so but if it's something that you don't really feel the difference but yet you or you don't feel like you're making that much of um of an effort but yet you are reaping the the benefits of what happens when you do these like these my minuscule movements and, and different habits and little things that you take away and replace, you know, then that's where you truly feel the difference. And the beauty of that is, is that like one thing kind of just like leads on to another and another because you're in that you're in that flow now. So there's uh, this one client that um, not coached by me, but by actually one of the, the coaches, she says that this woman was like, we can I'm open to do whatever you want but no matter what we're not getting rid of my coffee my you know coffee is bay there's no way that I'm ever going to stop drinking coffee so please like you know she was taking it real serious she was like please don't like don't even try (laughs) um and next thing you know the lady like upon the next session says that she stopped drinking coffee that you know that it was no longer this strong craving because she eliminated something that had nothing to do with coffee or food for that matter but yet that that spread onto you know removing caffeine from your diet which is ideal i saw some reports that it does make us age faster and i'm like whoops and then the doctor told me that it's not a good idea for me to drink coffee or caffeine period because that irritates my acid reflux and I was like damn what a sad story but you know anyway so thank you so much for tuning into this episode I will leave the details in the description box in case one of you guys are interested in working with me I do offer one-on-one coaching sessions so dm me And I will see you guys on the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Love you. Much love and peace and avocado grease. Bye bye.
comunidad, como decimos los mexicanos, 